Hey, y'all. I'm Zio. I'm M. And we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you very much. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us on Patreon. We're on Patreon as Fic Fans with a Z. You should give us tons of money. W- or none. No pressure. Give us all. Anyway, enjoy the program. Thank you. What's up, people? Um, welcome back to Fiction Fanatics. This is a hard intro. We don't have a joke. We really do not have a joke for this. We so I'm Zio and he's M. Um. And uh, and today is the fourth week of Anime April. The fourth and final of this interpretation of Anime April. Hooray! Huzzah. Last week we talked about Lupin the Third, the first. Great movie and a great review. You should check it out if you haven't already. See, it's definitely one of the best. But this week we are talking about the ever fun and loving great Hit sensation that sweeping the, the nation, nation two years ago. And currently, because the movie just came out of Demon Slayer. Hooray! The TV show which we have opinions on. Yes. So our hit so history time. Our history with this series is neither of us has one. I say all I know is the memes. The breathing, the tiny Nezuko memes. Uh, we wanted to, for the last week of Anime April, pick an anime that neither of us had any sort of anything with. Any kind of knowledge about. Yeah, we had. We came in this completely open to whatever it was going to be, good or bad. Blind as a bat. And so we, tr- so giving this its fair shot, I, I guess we'll just get into it. Well, let me get off to the history really quick. Yeah. The manga originally... Original run was February 15th, 2016, and ran all the way to May 18th, 2020, with a whopping 23 volumes. In the anime version, which we're talking about, nothing to do with the manga, ran from April 6th, 2019 to September 28th, 2019, with 26 episodes, starring on Adult Swim, or Toonami, as they would call it, in America. In America. I don't think we've said the Japanese name once. I'm not going to try it, because it's one of those that I know I'll butcher. Which one? The, the name? The Japanese name? Yeah. Kamisa no Yaibe? See, that. That. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll get started then. Um, episode one. Cruelty. Cruelty. Just like the world. We start off with two kids running through the snow. One one girl on her, on her brother's back, and she looks like she's injured. Ugh. And so this is Tanjiro Kamado. Kamado? Kamado. Kamado. And he's dragging his sister, trying to get down the mountain to the village to save her. And then I assume we jump back in time. They don't actually say that. Yeah, no, it's just kind of like a little prologue. Also, there's a scene where, like, we cut up through the trees and, like, into, like, the sky. And these are, like, the ugliest trees I've ever seen. Like, fucking PS1 graphic-looking trees. <laughs> yeah. It is supposed to be like dead trees in winter, but even so, it's not great looking. <laughs> um, but we cut back to earlier in the day, and we see Tanjiro filling a basket with charcoal. Because he's a charcoal salesman. Yep. He tells his family goodbye and that he loves them, all of them individually. But he needs, but so that they can have a great New Year celebration, he needs to sell all this extra charcoal in the village. So they can go buy candy and other shit mm-hmm. so he says goodbye to his various siblings his mother his father who we assume is dead yeah pretty pretty soon dead and he especially says goodbye to his one sister nezuko nezuko 
for no reason. There's no, there's no reason he especially says goodbye to Nezuko. And there's also no reason why we didn't tell you any of the family's names other than Nezuko. Because they're super detailed, like how one of them wanted to chop wood with him, and the other one really wanted to go with him, and how the other one really wanted to go with him, and how the other one really wanted to go with him. Yeah, nothing involved. Don't worry about it. There's no particular reason why we are leaving them out. Nope. They're super important. Yeah. <laughs> so, as Tanjiro walks around the mountain, we get the first cardinal sin of, of shonen manga and anime, narration. See, exposition. Inner monologues of characters explaining shit that we can understand with just looking. With our optical nerves. He talks, so on his way down, he thinks to himself, life on the mountain is hard, but it's enjoyable because I love my family and they're so super cool. Also, we live on a mountain. Also, we live on a mountain and it's super cool and I love my family and I'm sure nothing bad could ever happen to this lovely winter, hard, life, lovable life is. Also, it's winter, so there's snow. There's snow. It's important that there's snow. Because there's four seasons a year, and one of them includes winter, and winter has snow, and, and snow hits the ground, and, and it's cold. And winter is now. And winter would be this time of year, which is the one we currently possess. Just figure I'd say that because you can't tell. Yeah. So in town, it turns out everybody fucking loves Tanjiro. They love the charcoal salesman. Because he, like, helps them with everything for free. And so, like, he goes into town and like, hey, you need charcoal? No, but can you help me fix my wagon? Can me fix this? Oh, my daughter is sick. Can you rub her back? And then we find out the one guy, he comes out, like, bloody and beaten. He's like, can you help me? This lady thinks I broke her pot. Can you smell this pot and make tell her it wasn't me who broke it? Because apparently your nose is so good that it can tell what broke stuff. He has super duper, super amazing, awesome smelly powers. And so he smells this broken dish and is like, oh, yeah, a cat pushed that over. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was a cat. It's not like this lady could possibly live with a cat and the cat probably walks near it every day of its life or, yeah. you know. Yeah, cat. But in town, he gets stuck there after dark. But he sells out. He sells out all his charcoal, helping everyone for free, just being a nice, super cool guy. And he sells all his charcoal, helps everyone in town, and he's about to try to go up the mountain in the dark. But an old man on the end on the edge of town goes like, "Hey, stop that! Don't go up there. Why? Just come inside. Why? Get in my." Fucking house. Get in my right house. Now. Yeah. Get in my house. I'm going to get in my house. You can crash here for the night and leave in the morning. It's dangerous on the mountain at night. Come on, little boy. Get in my house. I have food. <laughs> smooch, smooch. Not not that's not what happens. Pretty close. But it turns out that this old guy warns like everyone about demons on the mountain. And living on this mountain for his entire life, he's never, ever once heard what demons are. Except for his grandma that one time, but she's dead now. And that's crazy. Demons and people missing? No, that would never... Nope, not in a million years, no. Demons aren't real. Also, he mentions that this old guy... He, he thinks his goal, this old guy is just lonely and crazy because his family died mysteriously on the mountain at some point. And so, like, this old man kind of went crazy missing his family, and now he thinks demons are a thing. I'll humor him for the night and go in the morning. No way anything possibly bad could happen to my family overnight. Nope. Not these mysterious demons I just heard about that I definitely didn't know for my entire life. Yeah. The old man also mentions that the only thing that keeps people safe from the demons are the demon slayers. Demon slayers? Another thing I've never heard of in my entire existence on this mountain. That's totally fake. 
That's totally fake and not a government-backed fucking organization. So the next day, at first light, well, they say it's first light, but it's pretty brightly mid-morning. It's a pretty mid-almost day. Yeah. He starts, he goes up the mountain again. He heads home. Boy, howdy, I sure hope my family isn't massacred. Yep, unfortunately, disaster has struck. Like, a few miles away from home, he smells blood! He can smell the blood! So he starts bolting home, because he smells blood in the direction of his house, and blood is bad. Blood is bad, because blood is inside a human body. If it's inside a human body, why can he smell it? It must be outside of the human body, which means someone was hurt. And I smell a lot of blood, which means many people were hurt, or one person was hurt all the way. All the way into hell. This inner... Oh, I hate his inner monologue. It doesn't shut up. It doesn't doesn't add anything to the context. No, it doesn't. Like, every once in a while he says something that's fine, but then he continues, like, a paragraph after that. It's like, thanks, I guess, Mojo Jojo. But so he runs back up the fucking mountain... Gets to his home, and his whole family's dead, except for his one sister, Nezuko. Who still has some warmth to her, because the other ones are apparently cold as ice. So, or, but I he, guess he smells them enough, because he doesn't go up and examine them. He just smells them so good that he knows they're already basically dead. And then he, we get a fucking scene that really probably should have been silent, where he's like has his sister on his shoulders, like in the beginning... And starts running down the mountain. Back into town, hopefully to get to a doctor or someone that can help. But the entire time, Tanjiro's has this stupid inner monologue about, Oh my god, I'm so goddamn exhausted. I had to run all the way up the mountain. Now I'm running down holding my sister. But if I stop, I won't be able to go again. Because I'll land in the snow. In the snow. And I'll trip and cold. And I won't be able to get back up. And my sister needs medical attention. And that's my favorite line in the entire show so far. He trips and falls like... Maybe like a like ten feet into like a ditch, lands on snow. Oh, the snow saved me, but the snow's why I'm running. And the snow's Thanks. the only reason I fell. Fucking retard! I hate it. It is so annoying. I really want to tell him to shut the fuck up, but since he's not actually talking, stop thinking. Stop thinking to yourself, you fucking idiot. And then his sister wakes up. And turns into a demon. So he starts turning into a demon. And she, like, tries to bite him. Like, they fight, like, kind of, like, wrestle a little bit. And he, he like, has an axe since he's a charcoal salesman and wood chopper. And they're chopping all the wood. And he has, like, the hand the handle of the axe in her mouth in her to, mouth. like, block from her biting his and face And he's, off. like, telling her, I still love you. You're my bro- I'm your brother. I want to save you. Please stop attacking me so we can get you some help. You know I am, sister. He starts crying while she's also... Also, yeah, she starts physically growing. He's like, wait a minute. You're getting bigger. Thanks, dipshit. I couldn't tell. And he still just wants to save her. And he starts crying, and then she starts crying, and boo-hoo. And then a demon slayer shows up and tries to kill her. So he tries to fuck some shit up. You know, because she is, like, a demon. Because she's a demon. But Tanjiro fucking saves her multiple times, where it's like, I'm not going to let you get my sister. I'm going to get her help and kill the demon that did this to her. And try to turn her back normal. And the slayer's like, okay. He's turn. <laughs> well, the slayer first is like, well, she's turning into a demon, and demons eat few human flesh. And she's turned into a demon because she got demon blood dripped on in. her wounds or something. So she turned to a demon. Because that's how demons spread in this universe. Cool. And Tanjiro, like, straight up, like, 
Tangeril starts talking about how he can smell the difference between his sister and the other demon, and that his sister hadn't killed anybody yet. Not yet, so it makes it advisable. Well, if she does kill someone, uh, 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 that's not a problem. I'll make sure she doesn't. And then, like, the Demon Slayer does that moving faster than the blink of an eye and grabs Najika. Tomioka. Yeah. We don't know his name yet. Not yet, but that's his name, because yeah. I don't care enough to watch wrestlers, so. <laughs> well, it does say at the end of this episode, or the beginning of the next one, but, yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> And Tanjiro, like, straight up gets on his hands and knees and, like, starts begging for the Slayer not to kill his sister. Please don't kill my sister. I beg of you. He's, like, all fucking whiny bitch position. And then the Slayer gets all, like, angry emo about how weak Tanjiro is. The weak don't have rights. Their only right is to not be killed by the strong if the strong decides not to kill them. Basically, I can agree with him. Stop being a fucking bitch, you fucking puss. Like, if you want to save your sister, fucking attack me! And, like, he's screaming this because he decided that he doesn't want Tanjiro to, like, fall into despair, so he'd rather, like... Piss him off. Piss him off. I'd rather just kill him. Yeah, so Tanjiro decides, I'm going to attack the Slayer, and he starts throwing rocks at the Slayer. Well, no, he just throws a rock. Well, he throws two. He throws one at the very beginning, and then as he's running, he throws another one. Not a rock. No, uh, he throws two rocks and the axe. He does, seriously. Okay, if you say so. I know he does. If you say so. Because he throws one before he starts running, and then he throws one at the mo- the confusing moment. Go for it. I'm just agreeing with you. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. You're doing that thing where you're agreeing with me because you don't want to look it up, <laughs> even though I am actually right on this one. I'm almost <sighs> sure. I'll give you one out of the ten. I am right occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> Yes, he does the magnificent rock throw ability that he's trained so hard to do. Yes, throws some rocks, and then after throwing a rock, he also charges the guy. But the guy obviously just knocks him the fuck out, because this is a trained demon slayer, and Tanjiro's a fucking, like, 13-year-old. Is a 13-year-old that sells charcoal for a living. So Tanjiro gets knocked the fuck out, but right after he gets knocked the fuck out, his axe like, lands in the tree right next to the Slayer's head. So apparently, in a split second, after he threw the second rock, he also tossed the axe up in the air in such a way so that it would come down and land blade first into a tree next to the Slayer guy. And the throwing of the second rock and the charging at the Slayer guy was a distraction. It was a complete distraction and absolutely would have worked if he didn't notice he didn't have the axe in his hands. Because, yeah. So he has no training in this. He's just luckier than fuck. Which is absolutely amazing. It is is then at this point where Nezuko gets out of the Slayer's grasp, but instead of, like, attacking Tenjiro to, like, eat him, like they think she's gonna, she, like, like, stands between the Slayer and him to, like, protect her brother. Yeah, it's like, I'll protect my brother, who's passed out. Yeah. And so the Slayer knocks her out, too, and... he doesn't kill either of them. Yeah, he has no trouble doing any of this, the, like, damn near the entire time. Yeah, he's, like, so above their level, it's literally, like, the only reason I didn't kill you is because I don't want to. And that's currently. about it. And that's it. Pretty sad. Mm-hmm. And remember, Nezuko, even though she's new, she is, like, a straight-up demon with, like, sup- all the super cool demon powers. But yeah, she has, she's, like, this is day one for her, but it's still super fucking strength. Uh huh. And like, come on. And size changing. 
It's so, ridiculous. So yeah, the Slayer doesn't kill either of them. Um, They both wake up and there's like a kind of gag or muzzle on Nezuko. Yeah, he puts like this weird like, I don't know what it is. like. It's like a chunk of bamboo. Yeah, it's like a bamboo with a rope in it or like a piece of like cloth. To like keep it around her face so that she doesn't bite. <laughs> so she's not even tempted to bite people. Which I mean, okay, yeah, I, I, cool. And then it's here where he says what his name is, and he sends both of them to Mount Sagiri. So they bury their family and leave for the mountain, and that's the end of episode one. That's episode one. We don't like this series so far. So far, the show is way too exposition expositiony. It never it looks good. It looks beautiful, actually. Like as far as anime goes, it is very well animated. But that's about it. It is about it. Um, it has a lot of the cardinal sins that I think modern shonen has. The inner monologues never shutting the fuck up, never allowing for a second of like silence. No. Um the the fact that our main character really is kind of a whiny weak bitch for the whole damn time we see him so far. Uh huh. And just the slow fucking pace. Because what was the first episode really could be like the first third of another... Of an episode? Yeah. See, because what? He meet his family, go to town, meet his family dead, meet fucking Tomioka, and yeah. Yeah, that really could have been compressed into like a half or a third of another episode. Uh, episode two, trainer, Senkonji Urodaki. I fucked that up. I'm almost sure. Rokodaki. Rokodaki. I have flaws in my Japanese pronunciation because I am a stupid American. Konnichiwa. We open in a rice field. My favorite. Tanjiro is talking to a farmer and he's asking for like, hey, so that basket over there, can I have that and some straw and like some bamboo? It's like, sure. Yeah, go sure. Ahead go ahead take it. it. I don't need it anymore. Yeah, the basket's busted and go ahead and take the straw and the bamboo too you won't take a ton so like go for it and tanjiro's like no no i have to pay you back let me give you some money for it and he's like the other guy's really pissed off he's like no just keep your damn money no. take it for free no i have to pay you and it's a like a little bit of a funny moment with hey i'm gonna pay you no you don't have to pay me i'm gonna pay you and then tanjiro just fucking slaps the money in the farmer's hand mm -hmm. Causing the farmer physical pain. Causing the physical pain for slapping this money straight into his hand. Which and then, all, like, change, basically. And then he runs off with the basket and the bamboo and the straw. And then we finally hear the theme song of this episode. It didn't actually appear in episode one. Yes, it didn't play in episode one. And honestly, it's, it's fine. It's, it's there. I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't too enthused by it. It's it is not, all right. It's not bad, but it's not one I feel bad about skipping every episode now. Yeah, I did that the episode after. It was, eh, eh it was an, it was an antro. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. It's not bad. It's just there. So out in like the forest, he like fixes the basket so that there's like no holes in it. That because that was like why he grabbed all that stuff. Yeah, so he could mend the basket's holes and stuff because it's just like a wicker basket, like. Mm -hmm. And it's like a backpack-sized one. Yeah. And he's big. hoping Nezuko can fit in it so they can keep traveling during the day. Because they can't... Because demons melt in sunlight. They die in the sunlight. So they need a way to travel during the day to keep her safe. Unfortunately, she doesn't fit. She doesn't fit because she's too busy in this little cave 
digging a hole. Like, I guess she, like, they kind of imply, like, she hates the sun so much that, like, even though she's already in a cave away from the light, she's, like, digging down to get farther away from the sun. So to get even farther away from the sun. But thankfully, demons have powers of the shape of a ship. So she got bigger in the first episode, like we both said, me and the main character. Multiple but times. she can also go smaller. So she shrinks, so she fits inside the basket. And then he also ties a cloth around the whole thing, which is probably smart. Yeah, probably smart so she doesn't, like, you know, dissolve, blow off and just turn ash. And then we cut to that night, because apparently they walked all day and then, like, at least partway through the night, they come across a shrine. And And there's a light in the shrine, so someone must be there. So we'll stop at the shrine for a minute. Sniff, sniff. Wait a minute. I smell blood. I just smelled blood right now while we're right next to the shrine and not the entire time we're walking up to the shrine. Someone must be hurt. I have to go and see if I can help. And he runs up the stairway to the shrine, throws the door open. See, the only thing, the, the only explanation I can have for why he didn't sense the blood is, does he only know his family's blood smell? Is it that much different than regular people blood smell? Well, maybe the wind was coming down from the mountains so he could smell it sooner. And this was like upwind from him, so he had to get closer to smell it. That would make some sense. Or downwind. Because he's like a bloodhound. If it, the wind is blowing the wrong way, the smells... All the smells go sailor sways. Yeah. And Which so, is all I can guess. Yeah. These are... We have no idea if this is true. It just seems like his super powerful, awesome, super nose with superness isn't super uh, consistent. As he isn't super all the damn time. <laughs> so, yeah, he throws open the door, and guess what? <gasps> a whole dead family. Being eaten by a demon. A good old temple demon. And so, like, the dead people kind of set Nezuko off, and she, like, starts drooling. Oh, yeah, she's hungry as shit. Cause, which is fair, because she... Turned into a demon, like, at least a day ago, and she hasn't eaten anything since. And she has the insatiable, magical demon hunger for human flesh, so... So, yeah, she's just she's a little hungry. She's a little hangry. But the demon attacks Tanjiro, and Tanjiro does his best to fight him off with his axe. And say with his little, hatch, his little hatchet axe, which he cuts, he cuts him a little bit. But it's a demon, and demons have super regen. Yeah, and so that little cut he took did... Next to nothing. Next to nothing because it just healed almost immediately. Just a little bit of blood came out of him. So yeah, Tanjiro, he's, he's fighting him off the best of his ability, but his ability sucks and he has a shitty axe, so... So yeah. Eventually, Nezuko kind of snaps out of it and goes like, oh shit, the one person I give a shit about is being attacked. So she proceeds to do, like, basically super fast run over to him and then punts his, like, head off. Yeah. It's like one second there's a head, a demon head that's about to bite Tanjiro, and the next it's just like sailing off. Just pooch kicked straight into a tree. But even though head, he's been decapitated, the demon isn't dead. The whole demon isn't dead. Even worse, the head and the body move separately. Yep, his head's still talking, and his body starts fighting without the head. And then the head also grows weird head arms. Let's see, neck arms? They, like, come out where his neck is, I guess, so they're neck head arms. Which is weird. And so, like, it's impl- it's implied that, like, so demons can have specialized powers, but, like, the main two powers a demon have is, like, super strength and super regen. That's the 
trait for like all of them apparently that's like the base package like some demons are deluxe but this but like base ass demons this are, is base model demon but base model demons are like super strength max region yep and so we were actually talking about this before we started recording it's like with that head with that neck hands arms um does his head then grow like does his body grow a new head and does his head grow a new body or does he just put his head back on his body with the arms on his head now? Does he rip the arms off, then put his head on his body, and then those two arms are just also semi-sentient arms? self-arms? Does he just have, like, two arm minions now? <laughs> um, it, if he did, like, grow back from just the head, does, like, a new body form, but he still has the two arms on the neck, neck. or do they, like, move down to where they should be? Like Jesus, there's so mm. we have so many questions so, about this. So many unanswered questions for this five minute demon. And so Nezuko is fighting the body itself while uh, Tanjiro is dealing with the head, with the head and the head arms, and like the head arms like grab onto his axe, and also the demon's hair does because I guess demons can control their hair like limbs. Which then begs the question why he needed to grow more mm -hmm. arms. I, I guess the arms are stronger than hair. But whatever. Anyway, he manages to basically throw the axe with the head attached to it and get it lodged in a tree and pin it against the tree with the axe handle. Yeah, so his head is just pinned to a tree with hair and arm and all. Uh-huh. And he starts flailing because he can't get out. And then Tanjiro goes over to help Nezuko, who's having trouble with the demon body. Because she's a small demon child girl. And he fucking tackles this headless corpse off a cliff. See, unbeknownst, because he just runs and tackles it without knowing it's right next to a cliff. And, like, before before Tanjiro can, like, actually fall down the cliff, he's caught by Nezuko. Hooray. See, Nezuko catches him by the little, like, collar of his gi. And then the body lands down there and dies and when the body dies the head gets knocked out for a little bit because of psychic flash whatever blah 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 because i guess he can feel pain from the body still because it's his body i guess it's whatever and tanjiro then like looks at what the demon's head and like smells it and goes like this isn't the same demon that killed my family but i should probably still try and kill it so you should probably kill it because it's a demon. Yeah. Yeah, and he takes out his knife, and he's all, like, super wishy-washy about it. I don't really want to kill this head. And then this masked man just shows up out of nowhere. That won't work. So you can't just do it with a simple sword, knife, dagger thing. And so Tanjiro's next thought is, like, oh, I'll grab a rock and just, like, flatten this thing's head. Also, I don't know how that would have worked, having the head, like like, pushed against a tree without, like hitting it once and not dislodging the axe. Yeah, I feel like you'd either break the axe handle, flatten the demon enough to slide under, or just, like... I feel like you just have so much force hitting the demon, it would just pop the axe out of the yeah, tree. Yeah, that was the third option that I was blanking that on. That was about it, like... Because, like, this guy isn't just gonna, like, hit, hit it straight on like he's passing a basketball. Like, he's gonna have to go at an angle to hit him. Uh-huh. He also said that, like, the demon's head was super hard, so it'll take more than one hit, and he starts, like pausing because it's like well i need to kill this thing 
but I feel bad having to like repeatedly hurt it. I wish there was a way for me to just kill it quickly. And I wish I didn't it. have to kill this demon that just ate countless people that may or may not be all dead or maybe I, I don't also wa- turned to demons. Yeah, I don't want to make him suffer. I kind of wish I could just kill him in one quick... Yeah. I of- wish I could be the perfect human that never has to kill or hurt people. And I fucking and, really hate that shit. Yeah, and then the masked man has his own inner monologue about how this boy is too kind and indecisive and he'd make a terrible slayer. And what did that one asshole think sending him to me? See, he's so goddamn indecisive. He's such a bitch. God damn it. Why? Why me and why him? <sighs> but he takes two, like right before the sun comes up, the demon wakes up and like, I'll get you, you little twerp. And then the sun comes up and the demon just fucking, like, disintegrates. Just vaporizes. Oh, oh, there's a sun. Eee, die. Wow, they die that quickly in the sun? Holy shit. sun really is strong. Oh, wait a second. Nezuku is standing behind me. Oh, she's not there right now. Thankfully, she made it back into her basket, which is also in the shrine. Full of dead bodies. Yeah. So, at least she's not... Like melt, like well, she's not, she's not a pile of ash. And the old guy like berates him, like you took too long to decide, and you let the sun take care of it. You fucking loser. You fucking loser. And so then he goes and buries all the people in the shrine. And then he gives another lecture to the kid, like, "Hey, what are you gonna do if your sister eats somebody?" And then like Tanjiro's like, "Uh, uh, 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 I, I, uh, uh. And then he goes like, "I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to kill her and then yourself." Because you're an idiot. Because it'll be your damn fault. Yeah. <laughs> so it is your responsibility to make sure she never eats someone. And if you do, you take responsibility for it all the way. And then he says, yeah, listen, I don't think you can, but I'll give you a test so you can be a slayer. So follow me. He also says his name, which I have neglected to say. Up Urokodaki. Until yeah. Urokodaki. Yeah. And so... Like, Nezuko is in the basket, which Tanjiro is carrying while he's following this old man. The old man's really pretty fast. And quiet. And then, as we fucking wait... Well, he's quiet, but the inner fucking monologue keeps talking! As he... Well, we can't hear his footsteps because our main character won't shut the hell up inside of his head. Yeah. Man, this old guy's really fast. I'm not sure I could keep up with him, but I have to. I have to become a demon slayer. I have to... I have to, I have to my... follow him so then I can learn how to kill demons. So I can kill the demon that turned Nezuko into a demon. And, and then it'll be back her... a person, apparently. Well, they don't say that's the reason, but they kind of imply that, like, demons are the only people who might know how to turn demons not demons. They say not into not demons. And you have to basically kick their ass in order to get them to spill the beans. Like, hey, how do you do that? Hopefully. Or something. I don't fucking know. I don't think there's quite a through line between I need to cure my sister and I need to kill demons. I feel like this is best plan so far. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's not even his best plan necessarily. It just feels like this is the plan that showed up in my feet when problems happen. And I don't can't think of any others, so I guess that's the plan. So I've been told I need to become a demon slayer to, till, to do her. I need to kill demons because demons kill people. Yeah. So Two what? birds, one stone. Yeah. So, at like a shack at the bottom of a different mountain than the one he grew up on, he leaves his sister in a sh- in the safe shack, and then they both, and then he and the teacher climb up the mountain, and then like, it's, it's not sh- quite sure what time it is, because it's like super foggy on the top of the mountain, but it's like sometime during early to midnight, he, the teacher guy goes, hey, listen, 
stupid brat. Make it down the mountain before daybreak. And if you don't, I'll kill your sister. I'll do my job as a demon slayer. Good luck. Good Lol. luck. Don't die. Then he just vanishes into the mist. And Tanjiro's like, hey, this'll be easy. I've been on mountains my entire life. And I know what that guy smells like. I can just follow his scent. And he, like, trips over a trap that then, like, throws knives at him, throws rocks at him, and then he falls into a tiger pit. Falls into a tiger pit. He's like, oh, this whole mountain is but traps. Not like I just got hit by three traps just now in this last ten seconds that the whole audience saw. Yeah. But I should still be able to avoid some of the traps with my super smell power. I can smell apparently in this place. Because I can smell all the traps set by a person. And then it's like, yeah, I can totally do it. I'm so good at this. I can smell and avoid everything. And then he gets hit by like several more things, including a fucking swinging log trap. Which should probably break his back as it hits him square in the spine. Say, yeah, that, should, that should be the end of the show right there, if you ask me. But whatever. He doesn't have his. He doesn't have Super Slayer powers yet. Nope, he's just still a charcoal boy. 13-year-old charcoal boy. But so he goes like, wait, shit. It doesn't matter that I can smell where the traps are because I'm not agile enough to avoid them. I'm not fast enough and cool enough yet. Well, thankfully, no. apparently, he avoid the he avoids all the ones that throw goddamn knives at him. Yeah, he's not dead yet, thank God. Yeah, but he makes it to the bottom of the mountain by daybreak. But it's like, he's like covered, bleeding, and bruised. Yeah, he's, he's battered and bruised. Covered, And he's, and he's also and, like out of breath, because apparently that mountain has thinner air than the one he grew up on. Yeah, so he's not only dying of traps, he's also dying of lack of oxygen. So, Tanjiro passes, the sun comes up, and that's the end of episode two. Nothing happened. Yeah, I say, they meet a demon for the first time. He meets his quote-unquote trainer. Trainer, quote-unquote. And Nezuko takes a nap. Nezuko takes a nap as he runs down a mountain. Uh, that's episode two. That's Yeah, episode two. Fantastic. Episode three. Sabito and Makomo. Uh, so we start with Tanjiro writing in a journal. And he's doing it because, like, during her, his sister is asleep. And, like, he, whenever he gets home from training, so that she can read the diary and see what he's been going through, through with his training. Totally. Yeah. We also get some backstory on the Demon Slayers. They're a corp. They're the Demon Slayer Corps is in, like, the hundreds, and they are not recognized by any government. They exist only to kill demons, and their leadership is mystery. Super cool. We also learn here, officially, that demons have super regen and can only be killed by either special sword blade things or Or the sun. sun. Urudaki is one of the many trainers, and each trainer can choose how they decide to train their students. Which means there's, like, no oversight into how useful their training is. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get back to that later. So Tanjiro's training is literally just running, like, begins, like, for the first three months or whatever. is just him running down the mountain with more traps. And, like, new and harder traps keep getting set. See, instead of just tiger pits, they have, like, blades in them. Or instead of just pointed wooden stakes he's actually has knives being thrown at him yeah it's not it is not safe he gets better at it and he gets more agile but at the same time 
Now if he screws up, he dead. He dead. And then that's when his trainer gives him a sword, and that really fucks up his balance. Yeah, because you have to start running with a sword in his arm, and that sword is a giant chunk of metal on one side of your body that'll throw off your balance. Compared to just running down a hill. And he also has to start doing that kendo thing where they just do a bunch of sword swings straight down. He's got to do a lot of sword practice on screen. And so boring training bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit about boring training bullshit. Say breathing. Your breathing is wrong! Say so he has to he has to practice his stance and his breathing because breathing gives your blood more oxygen, which makes you stronger, so you can fight demons because you're stronger. Yay, magic breathing bullshit. Magic, I love that. Magic breathing, that's so original. Yeah. You get to, I love how they explain it too, because it's like you're if you breathe if you stance right and breathe right, your blood gets more oxygen. And if your blood gets more oxygen, it gets warmer. And if it gets warmer, it lets your muscles become even more muscly. Yeah, it's even more muscly, which gives more energy and more power. Which gives you the super strength required to kill demons who have magic bullshit super strength. Have super magical strength because you brothed. Because you brothed just right. <sighs> yes. We also then, at this point, after all this training that they explain, he finally straight up says that, like, Nezuko has been asleep during this entirety of the training. She is, like, after that first day, she, like, went to sleep and has not woken up since. She's still alive. But she, she just coma. won't wake up. Eventually, he, after six months, he gets another test. He's told by the teacher, cut this boulder in two. If he does that, then he's allowed to go to the final selection to get into the core. And then he, then the teacher doesn't teach him anything anymore for the rest of the, like, forever. For the rest of his training. And he, he hasn't mastered anything he's been taught. It's literally like, I taught you stuff. You should know how to do it. Good luck. Have fun. Don't die. Like, he's not even, like, like avid at it. He's, like, a noob at everything he's told him so far. Because he's been training for six months, and... He has to learn an entire fighting style and how to breathe and stand correctly. And to cut an entire boulder. With a sword. With a sword. Also, they they make the point where if you don't hit an object right with a sword, it'll break. Mm -hmm. And so he proceeds to hit this boulder with a sword for six months. Doesn't break. And it doesn't fucking break. So he's hit the fucker right for six months straight, but not with the right oomph. Ufwagum, the right kamung. I'm I'm making words up, so. But it, it just pisses me off that they make the point of if you hit shit wrong, the fucker will break because sam because samurai swords are forged so that the edge is durable, but the sides are brittle. And so, apparently, you can just smack a fucking rock with the blade of a fucking sword, and it will never break. Mm-hmm. But then, like we. And then, like, we get, like, way more training. He starts, like, practicing all the shit that he thinks he learned from his teacher. He thinks he's tra- practicing breathing right. He thinks he's practicing his sores right. We see him at, like, with those type of blisters that are, like, past blisters and just getting, like, raw red flesh. Yeah, just, just, yeah, just red bloody muscle tissue. And then, like, he still can't do it. The dude is, like, killing himself to cut this stupid fucking rock. And then a guy with a fox or cat mask shows up. I'd probably say a fox mask. I, th- I thought it was a fox mask, but I wasn't entirely sure. And the guy just tells him, like, stop whining. I already completed my challenge. So should you be able to. And he, like, tell he like has a wooden sword, and he tells Tanjiro, okay, attack me. But 
You have a wooden sword, and I have a real sword if I hurt you. <laughs> like, I, I don't think you're the one that's supposed to be worried about getting hurt, you dumbass. So, he kicks Tanjiro's ass. He kicks it with no fucking effort at all. And he then screams at Tanjiro that he hasn't learned shit. He's like, get back to fucking practicing, you fucking loser. You haven't learned dick or shit. And then he, and then like he passes out, and he like whines, "I can't do it. I need to do it for Nezuko, but I can't do nothing right." And then, but when he wakes up, there's a girl named Makomo. Makomo, and she act, she actually fucking helps him. Yeah, she corrects all like the mistakes. He's like, "Okay, you're doing this wrong. Yeah, practice like she, this way." Like she he, she watches his form, and it's like, "Okay, you've been holding the sword slightly wrong," and she like actually adjusts it like a teacher would. And it's like, oh, your breathing technique. You're actually holding it wrong. And she, like, adjusts him. and it, So she actually she helps him. She actually fucking teaches him. And he starts to actually improve when he has a teacher who actually fucking wants to have a teacher that wants to fucking help that him. actually wants to help and correct the behavior. You can't just tell someone how to do something and expect him to never fuck it up or accidentally shift at or, all. Or learn bad habits. It's like... That's like trying to teach yourself how to kickbox. No, you fucking idiot. Get a trainer. And so we also find out that the guy, he fights that fox mask guy every day, and his name is Sabado. And, like, every day he loses. He still gets his ass rocked. Makomo also explains that she was raised by Urodaki, and so was Sabido, and so were a bunch of other orphan kids. And that... They're watching all around. Yes. Menacingly. Yeah. So uh, Tanjiro keeps training, and then on the last day, uh, Sabido shows up with a real ass sword, and then Tanjiro actually beats him by cutting his fox mask. By cutting his fox mask and being faster than him for the first time in forever. And in doing so, he cut the rock because by cutting, he thought he cut the mask, but it turns out the rock is now in half. Huzzah! And that is the end of episode three. Yeah, and that's all that happens in episode three. That's all, and we only do three episodes because we figure that in about an hour of content to an hour and a half of content, you should be able to tell a good enough story for us to have a some a care. And we just don't we just really don't. We both. I'm. I'm not gonna speak for you, but I say I fucking hate this series so far. So far, it's it's. This is probably one of the most boring fucking stories I've ever, like, had to sit through. It looks fine. Like, it visually and audioly, it looks fine. But the fucking voice acting and the dialogue is... Well, the voice acting's mild enough, but the dialogue is just so fucking bad. And then, like, it has so many of the major problems that shonen anime has built up over the last, like, 10, 20 years. Like... Shonen used to be a lot more diverse in, like, the 80s and 90s, but then over the last 20 years or so, like, it's gotten a lot samey and tropey more than it was before. <laughs> and that's not inherently bad, but when you have, like, all the bad ones rolled up into one... Into one ball? Uh-huh. And I'm sure that we'll, might get a defender or two who goes like, Oh, you only watched the first three episodes! That's not enough to judge anything! And I say, fuck you. That's a good first impression. I have always maintained that in three to four episodes of a show, it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be fantastic, but it needs to be good enough 
that I keep going. I say it needs to be good enough for me to at least give a damn or at least keep my attention. Which, no. It really picks up near episode 15. Well, cool. That's another 12 episodes I won't be watching. Yeah, say, I'm man, this show gets really good after three-fourths of the show's over. Like, oh, man, I'll watch the last season then. Thanks for telling me. (laughs) Yeah, no. We really picked this almost randomly just because, like, what's a fairly popular anime that neither of us have any opinions on yet? We came in this as blind as possible. Yes. As right in the middle as possible. No love, no hate, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And we came out with a whole hell of a lot of hate. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, this has been the last week of Anime April. Uh, next month, we have a- another theme month, so come on. Tune in for that. Tune in for that. It'll hopefully be a bit more fun than this episode was. Hopefully. Well, I, I will say that I enjoyed Anime April except for this week. I enjoy it. I mean, it was nice to have something different. Like Yeah, and having a whole month that was one theme was kind of just a nice change of pace. Something at least a little little more concrete. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, this wasn't fun to watch, and frankly, it was kind of fun to trash. Like, it was I, fun to shit on a little bit. <laughs> I, like, I won't be watching more of it. Yeah, no, I will never pick up Demon Slayers again, no matter how many angry emails we may get. That email, by the way, is fictionfanatics with a Z at gmail.com. And our other, and our, we also have social medias like our Twitch. You can bitch at us at Twitter also. And if you go to Twitch at Fixspace Fans with a Z, you can watch us play fun games on computer. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter at, at fictionfanatics with a Z. And yeah, um, on your favorite podcasting app, be it Apple Playlist, Apple. Ah, playlist apple podcasts google podcast or google podcast spotify or, or wherever else you listen go ahead and follow us check out our other episodes we have some good ones mixed in there we got a lot of good stuff you just gotta look for it yeah or i have different opinions and i guess it's time for ratings i give my official rating of a dead family out of a demon slayer origin story <clears throat> i would give this partial smell out of super smell. Well, like we said, this has been fun to trash, if nothing else. So have a good one. Gadios. Peace.